my best mario impression i feel like i could have done better and i need to practice i i, I could have done that better <laughs> well we had told everybody what we were doing last week which we are covering our favorite games and we thought it would be just a fun different type of episode where myself and rachel are bringing in three of our favorite games and we're just gonna discuss them with one another and just go ham i'm so excited (laughs) i'm so excited i can't wait i love video games i was actually having a little bit of trouble trying to narrow down my favorite games same i gave myself a rule for when i actually did start picking out my games that i wouldn't pick two games from the same kind of genre i wanted yeah yeah i was like (laughs) i i have to because i like a lot of simulator games and i was like i don't want to pick three simulator games or anything like that so uh i i I think i i came with three really really good picks though for sure Same exact thing for me. I tried to make it where I was choosing from different platforms instead Mm -hmm. of picking from same consoles. And if we if we have the same games, great. If not, that's cool, too. And my last one, my third one, I have one or the other, depending on if you cover one of them. And we will kind of see where that goes for us. But yeah, it's really exciting just because this episode in particular has been a long time in the making for us just because we've chatted about it for multiple seasons now, the three seasons we've had, (laughs) (laughs) and figured let's do it now. Just take a break from TV and movie reviews and just... Honestly, I feel like you picked like a really good time for this too, because I've just been in a video game mood lately when I don't have anything else to do or even when I have a lot to do, but I'm just starting to feel a little burned out or just uh, like a little too overwhelmed to work on it. Uh, Mm -hmm. I've been turning to video games a lot lately. Not that I I don't normally do that, but... (laughs) But I I have been playing a lot of video games lately, and I feel like I've actually been going back to a lot of classics recently that ended Ooh. up making it onto this list. That Yay. well, not not full classics, summer classics, but um, th- there a lot of them aren't new games anymore f- for sure. So I'm I'm excited to revisit them and talk about them. And you just picked like a great time to want to do this. <laughs> Yeah, it was something just to switch gears and come up with some fresh, fun content as we like to change things up every now and then with our bonus episodes, our holiday episodes, so on and so forth. And why not? We want to do all things pop culture and this counts. Heck yeah. And I'm so excited. Let's get into it, though. So what should we reveal them slowly or... Or should we just say all three of them at once or let's just go in because my list, you know, all of the games that I have, and I'm pretty sure I probably know all of your games If we haven't revealed what we're covering mm-hmm. today to each other's 
let's just go ahead and take turns and that way it gives more of a surprise feel <laughs> okay okay so my my third game on the list uh this is my third favorite game Oh, so you're starting from bottom to top favorite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's okay, how I'm gonna do okay. it. That's how I'm gonna do it. That's how I'm gonna do it. So All my right. third favorite game is Stardew Valley. Ah, yay! This is <laughs> one of my favorite games ever. It took me forever to actually download this game and start playing it. Uh, I was... I actually got it right before the new Animal Crossing came out and abandoned it for a little while. Go figure. Yeah, but came, I, I came right back to it. And when I say I, I have put, I, I can't actually calculate how many hours I've put into this game in particular because I have it, I, I keep throwing money at this game. I have it on my PC I, I've downloaded it on to at least four different PCs. I've had multiple laptops and I, I've had them on, I've had it on every single laptop I've owned. I have it on my main computer. I have it on my Switch. I had to buy it twice for my Switch so me and uh, my husband could play co-op mode mm -hmm. together. So I, I just adore this game. I can't get enough of it. And I just keep coming back to it. So I've put so many hours into so many different consoles just playing this one game. I can't even begin to, to calculate how long I've spent. I can give a guess. I imagine that it's probably more than two, three hundred plus hours going surrounding just based off of the hours you put in on Animal Crossing. <laughs> and the funny thing about this game in particular, I actually myself have not played it, but I've heard it is one of the best hands down games to play if you're a fan of Animal Crossing in particular. And the cool thing about it is, which this is a great segue into this too is i'm sure you're gonna jump and buy the disney version that's coming out that's supposed to be a stardew valley-esque i game. saw that and i am definitely intrigued by it i just love cute little simulator games and uh, and that was another one i almost put on the list was like the sims and and just stuff like that i just I can't, I can't get enough of it, and I will just pour hours of my time into these games, creating characters and and just coming up with fun scenarios to put them in. And the idea of putting them in a Disney universe sounds a lot, a lot of fun to me. I love, I'm a huge Disney adult. I love Disney, so I, I'm definitely intrigued by that game. And the thing about it too is you mentioned the fact of being able to play two-player mode, where. Again, this is coming from somebody who hasn't played this game, but speaking on just Animal Crossing where you can have two players, but it's very limited in what you can do in such a capacity, I would say, where kind of give more insight on what it is with the two player mode. Are you limited? Are you not limited? So, oh my gosh, I love playing co-op mode on Stardew. So it actually took me a while to get Clay to play it with me. I kept trying to get him to play and he just didn't seem too interested in it. And it was actually kind of funny right after I got him to play the game with me for uh, in when I say a few days, I don't mean in in real time. I mean, in the game when I had him play a couple weeks of, of game time with me. 
he got addicted immediately. I went to work the next day and he had the day off and I came home and he's like, I have all of the things. I have my own farm and I built all of the, I have a full like barn and a coop and, and look at all of my plants. And he was just immediately obsessed with it and could not stop playing it. And we have, I think, I want to say two, three, maybe four farms together now and basically it's it's very it, it's annoying a little bit because the way that the time works in the game the co-op mode the time moves a lot faster so there's a little little bit less that you can do in a day uh game wise so that's a little bit annoying but other than that it is so much fun to play with two people because you kind of get to build up your farm together and it's not very limited you get to choose if you want to share the money that you make on the farm or if the money that you make individually stays individual so you don't have to worry about having the other player buy something and then not being able to afford your own crops or anything like that uh, me and Clay never play that way. We always play where we're sharing the money and then we just make sure to ask before we make big purchases. <laughs> what happened to my $1,000, hon? Uh... Uh... <laughs> there was one time where we were trying to save save a lot of money and because we had just started a new playthrough, but we had just come off playing a playthrough where we were just loaded and could spend whatever money we wanted because we were just making so much money on our farm. But in the new playthrough, we weren't to that point yet. And so we were trying to save our money so that we could get the things we needed to do that. And I went to go purchase one of the things we needed. And I was like, what happened to all of our money? As like Clay was handing a beer to one of the locals to try to raise his friendship with them. And <laughs> but, I was like, you can't do that yet. We don't have money to buy other people beer. <laughs> This is Farmville 6.0 or something, just 10 times more intense, I would say, maybe. Yes, so it is it is a farm simulator. So you start out with uh, a cabin that you inherit from your grandfather, and you're just kind of burnt out from city <laughs> life and having to work, like, basically at Walmart at Walmart corporate, you're just like, I can't take this anymore. And you go and take over the farm. And when you get there, it's completely overrun. There's just trees and rocks and debris everywhere. It can literally take you weeks in game time to actually clear the whole thing out to have all the room and space to do all the things you need to in the game. But after you clear it out and you make some space, you start out with some parsnips and you start growing crops and then you can go buy other crops to, to kind of grow a variety. And it's important to grow a variety because you need all kinds of different vegetables and fruits to make all the different food in the game. So there's all kinds of different cooking recipes. And then it also has a mine that you can visit. So you can get all kinds of gems and ore, and you can use the ore to upgrade your tools. And it's just, it gets so, there's just so much to it. And then they kept making DLC for it as oh, well. No. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, it was, I, I'm pretty sure all of it was free DLC. I don't think oh. I had to pay for any of the DLC. It just came, like they just updated the game and uh, they added an island to it where you can, and the island was year round. So you could plant whatever crops you wanted from whatever season on the island. 
and uh, it was the only place you didn't have to worry about crows because crows will show up and eat your crops, and it's so annoying. So you have to get scarecrows, but you don't have to. <laughs> you don't have to do that on the island. So you can use all of the space to plant as many crops as you want. And then on the island, it has its own dungeon as well. It just gets so intense. And then you can visit the desert, and there's a girl there, and she's so sweet. Her name is Sandy. Um, and, and you can buy things from Sandy, or you can visit the dungeon that's in the desert. And there's all kinds of different marriage options in the town. I have my favorite husband and wife, because I've married multiple different people. Because I have personally, not even just with Clay, not even the co-op part, just personally i have like 10 different farms because i just keep restarting the game and trying different pathways and doing different designs for my farm and there's different layouts for the farm that you can select as well so i've made sure to try all the different layouts that i can um but my favorite wife my favorite wife in the whole game is emily i think she is the best she's the sweetest and she would literally do anything for you i won't spoil what her marriage full heart marriage scene is but it is probably the best one in the game and i highly recommend marrying emily well thank you for giving me some more insight because i've heard of this game just from what you've told me in past conversations that we've had and then i've seen trailers here and there certain videos pop up on my tiktok for you page and it's probably better that I don't get into that game just because there's so many simulation games that I have played and I'm sure it will be a black hole of just <laughs> don't want to get into that. <laughs> I, I will tell you this. I got my sister to play it and she does not have time to play games. She is in, in college right now and, and works part time. So she does not have time for video games, but after downloading Stardew Valley and starting to play it for a little while, she like the first like two days that she had it, she was like, I, I sunk almost 30 hours into this game in two days. I don't know how I did that. Please help. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, it'll do that to you. Because it works. The way that the game works is you play through a whole day. And at the end of the day, when you get into bed, it saves. So you can't say like uh, you can save in the middle of the day, but it will immediately start you on the next day. So if you don't want to waste the day you have to play the whole thing and so it kind of you kind of end up in this in this kind of loop where you're just like okay just one more day okay just just one more day and once I do this thing today I'll be done with it and then you're just like okay but now actually I'm gonna do this thing tomorrow <laughs> and once I'm done with that that's my last day and next thing you know it's it's the middle of winter and you're just like how did we get here I was in spring <laughs> It's never ending. Never <laughs> ending. <laughs> well, that was a great first choice. I'm excited to hear what your other choices would be. But I've, I really had a hard time trying to figure out what my first choice would be. And this game in particular is just due to because I'm excited for when the new game gets dropped next year. And this is a game that is cross-platform. You can play it on Xbox. You can play it on PlayStation. Pretty it sure is. it's on Nintendo as well. But it's none other than D. 
Diablo. Uh, Diablo. I knew this is going to be the one that you picked. I love Diablo. Yes, yes. Uh. This game is very nostalgic for me just because there's so much time and energy that went to playing with this game with you in Clay mm -hmm. and just grinding the maps of having to collect everything and making sure all of the little demon monsters were killed off and making sure to level up yes. because that's the thing that I love about this game in particular more focusing on Diablo 3 I'm going mm -hmm. based off of is if you play online and you play online with someone who's a level I don't know something very high and you're such a low level you will level up instantly next level next level next level and it's so easy just to level up if you're playing online oh yeah oh yeah that, that was my favorite thing about the game it was so much fun to play with other people i did try to play it play it solo sometimes when when everybody was busy and couldn't play with me <laughs> but uh, i tried playing it solo a couple times and honestly it's not the same it's just one of those games that is so much fun to play with with a, a group of people and and it was like sometimes just fun when everybody got super powered up for just one of us in the group to be like, okay, I'm kind of bored with this character class or mm -hmm. I just kind of want to try something new. And us just being like, yeah, go get a level one character and let's just watch you just go boom, 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 and just jump up all the levels immediately. And oh my goodness, it was so much fun to play that game. It was my dream to have a fully like completely maxed out character where we went and got all of the paragon levels filled out oh, and know. all of that stuff but i never i never managed to get that far into it i'd always get a little bored and want to start a new character or something but oh that game was so much fun so much fun Especially when they were re releasing expansion packs because the new maps that came with it wasn't a very small specific patch update. It was a very large update with multiple maps, multiple bosses. And the great thing is you had so many classes of different characters you could choose from. And not only that, they made they made it so easy and did such a great job with the endless possibilities of how to design your specific character that there is not one character that is alike from anyone else online. I had so much fun, especially after we discovered that that one uh, person in town who would let you edit your armor and mm -hmm. make upgrades and stuff to it. I loved making just crazy cool looking characters, especially my wizards. I was obsessed with wizards in that game. Same. That and then the, the demon hunters as well. Oh, yeah. The demon hunters were always fun. I just like loved their de their design. Uh, another one that was really fun for me was the necromancer that they added later on. I loved I loved the necromancer. And what was the other one? The was it the witch doctor? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I love the, I just love like having zombie creatures do all your bidding and just kind of like summoning a bunch of pets and just kind of sitting in the background and watching them wreak chaos. It's a lot of fun. I loved that one. But uh, I think the wizards were my favorite though. Definitely my favorite. And it's funny too, because the Necromancer is a lot of individuals favorite characters from Diablo 2 and a lot of people were confused. Why did they not include the necromancer? And then finally they did that update where they mm -hmm. gave us the necromancer and a 
many more maps to uncover. And it's so exciting to for when the new game comes out in 2023, because we are going to obviously get so many new missions, so many new maps. And it's not Diablo this time, it's Lilith that we are going up against. I'm so excited about that too. When that trailer dropped, I saw it and I said, oh, that is so cool. She's so cool. I love her design. I'm obsessed. I'm scared. I'm frightened. I'm terrified. But also, I just love the cape coming off of her head. It's so gross and scary. And it's huge. Yeah. I saw that and I was like, I don't think I have the capability, but I want to make that. <laughs> I have always been a PlayStation person. We have an Xbox, but I've always been a PlayStation person. And it was so cool to actually get to experience playing it on a different console, but it's made me appreciate PlayStation so much more just because... Everyone has their favorites, especially with the different type of controllers that you're using. And for me... I have the controller memorized for PlayStation controllers, and that's just how I prefer to play mine. Love the Xbox, love what they've done, but just for this game in particular, and especially games such as Destiny, any kind of shooter game, I prefer to play that on PlayStation. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think I ended up actually getting Diablo on my um, Switch as well. I ended up getting it on a different system, too. And I think it was, like, right before they did the cross-platform thing, too. So, like, you couldn't play with your friends who, like, if they had PlayStation and you had Xbox or Switch, you couldn't play together. The cool thing that they've recently added about the cross-platform in particular is that you can now download all of your characters and everything that you were playing from, say, you're playing on a PlayStation. You can download it where you can play all of your characters that's, on another console. Yeah, That's cool. That's really cool. I didn't know they added that. That is, that's really neat. It was an amazing feature where I said, yes, bring all the consoles together. Enough with this console war stuff. <laughs> yeah, no, I love that. I love that they have that in there because I think that's why I ended up getting it on my Switch because it was, like, I think, right before they did that and I wanted to play with my brother and he had it on his Switch. So, <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's re- I love that they do that because honestly, it... Nobody has the money to go, like, just, like, spending on multiple systems. I mean, some yeah. so, some people do, but not all of us have the money to just, like, drop on multiple systems all the time, so... And we just want to play Diablo with our friends, so that... yeah, I, I love that. That's great. I had to mention this game because, again, it's very nostalgic for us where we would mm-hmm. play for hours and hours. Yes. <laughs> <sighs> We should play it again sometime. <laughs> oh, for sure. Bring back Diablo. Diablo. Bloopity blobs. Well, I think that was a fantastic start. These are some great contenders for, for third place on our lists. Contenders? So no, that was well, not, not my third place. <laughs> that oh, was, was that I your first? 
No, I didn't put any first, second, or third. I just put them on, and these are the ones I'm talking about. <laughs> oh, oh, okay, 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 uh, okay. So um, that that was that. Regardless, that was a great start. Great start. So <laughs> this is my number two game. This is my second game on my list. My second game on my list was obviously going to make it onto this list. I love this game. I. I have not shut up about it since it came out, I think, like, in 2016. I constantly go back to it. It's another one of those games where I can't even begin to calculate how many hours I've put into it because I've had it on multiple consoles as well. I've had, I had it on my Wii U. <laughs> I was lucky enough that they released it on the Wii U, and then I got it on my Switch, and I constantly go back to it. I'm actually replaying it again right now. Oh, I nearly complete the whole game every time I come back to it. And the game is Breath of the Wild. <laughs> How do you even complete that game? That is one of the largest games that has to date been done, let alone the map, because there's so many side quests. And now they're coming out with the Breath of the Wild 2. I'm so You're excited. <laughs> You're going to be taking a break from the first one to explore the second one, which can't imagine how much larger that map is going to be. So what I'm very excited about uh, is they're going to be doing like a return to the skies. So in the in the game that's supposed to be the start of Zelda, the, the first one in the story, as far as the chronological story and timeline goes, in Breath of the Wild 2, we're kind of going back to that. And in Skyward Sword, there was islands in the sky where people lived instead of on the ground uh, on earth or whatever or they weren't on Hyrule they weren't on the ground so they were up in the sky and we're going back to that in the Breath of the Wild 2 where we're still gonna have the the ground that we can return to but it looks like we're going to have a bunch of sky islands to travel to and explore so there will be a whole map in the sky and there's a lot of speculation to an underground map as well Ooh. because it looks like pretty much what is setting off the sky islands to leave the land in the first place might be caused underground. But this is all speculation. We have no idea because Nintendo has been very quiet about what they're doing and we've gathered all of this from some some clips that they've shown us from the gameplay and and a trailer that they showed us and that's about it but we don't know very much about breath of the wild 2 and it's killing me <laughs> this is one game that honestly and i might get a lot of flack for this i couldn't get into any of the zelda games more so coming into the breath of the wild which was the first game that i have ever owned i just could not get into it i tried playing it and it just wasn't for me Oh my goodness, this is, I love Zelda games so much. Zelda has always been a favorite of mine. My first Zelda game I ever played was Ocarina of Time, and it's still a favorite of mine. It's uh, a cult classic. It honestly is a cult classic where it has such a cult following. For good reason. It's a really, really good game. It's a lot of fun. It really, it was the first game I really played where I remember having like this like really big like sense of like wonder and just wanting to explore 
explore every corner of the map and find every little secret that I could. And it's just a really fun, great game. And it's definitely still one of my very, very favorite Zelda games today. Uh, that one, Twilight Princess, uh, Link's Awakening. Like, there's so many freaking good Zelda games out there. And I, I, I love all of them, honestly. And it's just, they're so much fun to play. Oh, Wind Waker. I forgot Wind Waker. That one's a great one. I have to give a lot of respect to the creators of this game because the maps, again, are just so endless where there is so much to cover where once you do air quotes, complete the main story. Then you have all of the side quests to do, which are almost, if not pretty much endless. Yes. And what was so nice about this game compared to all the rest of the Zelda games that came before it was it was very much a change of pace. So there were all of the Zelda games before this were very, very linear. You could, of course, go off and explore and discover things as you went. But it very much was like a, a very backtracky game in the sense of, oh, you can you can mess with this thing later when you get this tool or or you can come back and do this later when you have this thing. But it, it very much led you in a straight line of what it wanted you to do for the game where this one did not do that from like as soon as you're done with the tutorial if you want to go get the end game it's right there go get it if you are brave enough and skilled enough to do it it's right there you can go have it you can go right to the end boss and beat him right out the gate or you can go explore literally every corner of the map until you found every Korok seed every shrine every person every piece of armor every fairy everything there is to find and then you can go begin and 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 that's really what was the beauty of this game i will literally never forget turning the game on and getting my sheikah slate and going out onto that first that first like plateau and just seeing the entire overworld and just being ready to just jump out into it and explore every corner and I spent so much time on the plateau in my first playthrough it, it was insane especially as you're saying too that they do give you options where you can go beat the final boss you can go do the side quest you can do the main quest it's kind of very endless in that sort in that sense of you really choose what it is you want to do and make out of this game. Yes, and I I absolutely love that about it. And because of that, none of my playthroughs have ever really been the same. I've done something different every single time. And that's kind of what I love about it. And that's really the way that they designed it. And so I got the game on release day. I went ahead and started playing it. And that was like another thing that was just so incredibly fun about the game was we were all discovering things about the game at, at different points and just, just different parts of the game. And it was so fun and interesting to watch the fan base go through this game yeah. and, and help each other and just kind of discover where the little things were and see hmm. how everybody's playthrough was so vastly different than than the person they were talking to you know and it was just it, it that was just so, such a cool experience to get to be a part of 
I love when game makers put that much effort and time into the games that they're making where they put so many various different options and endings and things that make it so unique to each and every single player. And that's what this game does is it really gives that option where there's not more than maybe a few people that have had the same playing experience. And the cool thing too is they are releasing a whole entire new game versus just giving a patch update or some kind of update mm -hmm. to say, hey, we're going to give you an extra map or however many extra side quests, side missions. But no, they want to give you a whole new game. <laughs> I'm so excited. I can't wait for this game. I've been waiting for so long, so long. Give me a release date, Nintendo. I'm looking at you, Nintendo. <laughs> that was a great choice to cover. It's honestly one of my very favorite games, so I had to cover it. Getting into my second choice, I had to go back to the heart of my gaming years when I was a teenager, and this game has been around forever now and ever, and it's it just keeps growing. And whenever they release a new specific version of this game, I can't wait because the possibilities are so endless, but yet they keep adding expansion packs to this game, which is what's making it such a hold on them creating a new version of this game. I've played it on PC, played it on PlayStation. I've attempted to play it on Xbox. Couldn't play it on Xbox. I prefer it on PlayStation, but I will always stick true to playing it on the computer and it's none other than The Sims. I knew it. Oh, I knew it. I love this game. I almost put it on my list. It's a great game. I figured one of us was going to have this on our list and if it's both of our favorites, then great, even better. <laughs> yes, honestly, honestly, this game is so much fun. Which one has been your favorite so far? I loved The Sims 2. That's where it started. And then starting to play Sims Busting Out, Sims 3 was a huge upgrade. Mm -hmm. Sims 4 has been amazing. That's what I'm continuing to play. But there are things they took away from The Sims 4 that were in The Sims 3 that I miss. I agree with that wholeheartedly. For me, it was The Sims 2 that got me into this whole thing. I adore The Sims 2 for everything that it was. But um, I loved The Sims 3, the, the mm -hmm. way that you could just go around the whole overworld while playing your family. And then on top of it, just having such endless possibility for customizing all of the yes. furniture with all the different textures and patterns and everything and I just remember when I started playing The Sims 4 and I like was like okay this is a really cute this is a cute dress but I want to edit this one part of it because if I could get just this one part to be just this different color the whole piece would come together and I went and clicked on it and it didn't give me the option and I literally started getting online to try to figure out how to do it and I was like oh I don't have that option for this game and it's something I don't think I've ever quite forgiven The Sims 4 for uh, yeah, but it's, it's it's still my go-to. It's a lot of that customization that was taken away in The Sims 4, as you're saying, not only just clothing and specific 
things around the house, such as appliances and furniture, but also your Sim 2, where in The Sims 3, you were able to really customize your hair, giving your Sim an ombre, a balayage if you wanted to. Mm -hmm. If anyone does not know what a balayage or an ombre is, that is where the hair is one color at the top and then halfway through the hair color is another color at the bottom, where Sims 4, so you can you can do that, but you can't do it as well. No, no. But I do love The Sims 4 just because the graphics are obviously a lot better. They've done a lot of upgrades and they have added a lot of great changes to it as well. And The Sims has just always been a fun game where I've tried to stay on the course of doing things such as the actual missions, air quote missions that yeah. you get for The Sims, but the free play of it is where it's always been a favorite of mine, getting to create myself, my best friends through the years, including you. I have a you and a clay on one of my Sims. Oh, I don't know. Oh, it's so cute. <laughs> yeah. I love that. And just making it so true in essence, even to the point of making your house to yeah. the exact square footage and style and everything verbatim. I've done that before. I've definitely made my own house before. I have, uh, I've done many a family that were me and Clay. I've recently gotten very much into doing the scenarios on The Sims 4, where it either has you play uh, a family that has, is like in the gallery or already living in one of the overworlds, oh. or it has you create a sim specifically for a scenario, and then you play out the, you you know, you just play the sims, and then you try to complete, like, tasks to fill out the scenario. So it'll give you things like become a celebrity chef, or <laughs> or raise, like, a really good family, or, or something like that. It gives you, like, kind of, like, an end goal to work towards. Uh, and I've been really into that lately, but I I just love coming up with really ridiculous scenarios of my own and, and trying to play them out uh, with my Sims. <laughs> it's so funny to watch because TikTok has blown up with creators that strictly have their profiles and their accounts for Sims-based content. And it's funny watching some of the stuff that they have come up with, especially there's one that keeps popping up is the catfish sim, where, <gasps> have you seen those? No, this sounds hilarious. Oh, I can't believe you haven't seen them. I'm going to have to send it to you when they start popping up on my For Me page. And just it's endless possibilities where you could create so many different things and especially narrowing down and trying to really become the master at creating amazing homes. That's something I aspire to do is learning how to create multiple stories, get that roof right. And every time I try to build my own house in that game, I fail epically at it. I'm definitely way better at my sim creation than my house creation. I watch some of these people build homes in this game and I'm just like, I, how do you do it? Did, I'm like, for one thing, how did you find that feature? Like <laughs> some of the things that they come up with, I'm just like, I can never get these things to work. And, and like, they'll like get the, like even down to the placement of, of pictures on the wall. And I'll be like, mm -hmm. yeah, I'll try to get it to go there and it won't let me do it. <laughs> Especially just again, going back to all of the different expansions that they've come out with in the recent so many years 
It is so much fun. I picked up an expansion, I believe it was last year, and I purchased, it was where EA and Origin have these packs that you can purchase, where you can purchase a smaller expansion pack where it will have specific clothing, uh, specific mm-hmm. furniture items, and then they have one where it's a larger expansion, but not quite a full one, such as the pets one. And then I had purchased, I believe it was the wizarding one. Oh, I love that one. Get to live my Hogwarts fantasies until the actual Hogwarts Legacy game comes out next year. <laughs> What I always do with the expansion packs is I'll wait for a few of them to come out and then I'll and it usually works out too that I'll have like a kind of like a kind of need to play the Sims and then I'll Mm -hmm. get on and Origin will be doing a sale about that same time and I'm just like ah yes perfect and I just will will get one of their bundle deals that comes with a couple of the expansions or something like that and then I'll just start playing the game again. Uh, but yeah, I, that's usually how I get the expansions and they're a lot of fun. I was so happy when they finally added the college expansion mm-hmm. to the Sims 4 because that's one of my favorite ones that they had in the Sims 2 and Sims 3. So when they added that one back, I was very happy. Sims 2 is where it all started for me and I really miss those days this given this was when i was a teenager no crazy big responsibilities other than high school middle school but one of these days i will have to do it where i am going to pull a whole all-nighter again and just play the sims from morning until the next morning because that's how literally i don't know about you that's how i used to do it oh yeah play this game all night and have a movie going in the background or some kind of music something. Oh yeah, same same with me. I used to play this game from like I, the everybody in the else in the house was going to bed and I was still on the computer just playing the Sims. I could not stop and just the sun would be coming up. The, I would hear the birds and just be like, "Oh no." <laughs> Got to love the Sims. That's why I had to bring it up cuz I knew it was one of your favorites as well. Yeah. Great choice. Great choice. All right. Are you ready for the big reveal of my final game, Nikki? Yes. All right. I I also had to go back to my video game uh, beginnings as well for mine. And when I say beginnings, I mean beginnings. This was probably, if I'm remembering correctly, my very first video game that I've ever played and it has been in my heart ever since, even if the rest of the games that have come after it have been a lot of misses and not a whole lot of hits. Um, uh, but definitely the ones that are good are just absolutely fantastic. But this one started it all. Uh, I loved it so much that I have a car named after it. Sonic the Hedgehog 2 is is where it all started for me my dad had a sega and when i would be visiting him he'd let me play it and i'd want to play sonic the hedgehog too and we'd play it together for hours and hours and i have so many great memories with that game and been a favorite of mine i sometimes love to just because it's been redone and emulated on pretty much everything at this point many times over 
So there's plenty of options for me to find ways to play it again. And I will do that from time to time. I have the Sega emulator right now on my Switch. So it's it's one of my favorite Sonic games ever made. And it's, again, where I fell in love with video games with that silly blue hedgehog and his in the in Tails. I love Tails. He was my favorite. We had a Super Nintendo growing up, and I do remember being at one of my sister's friend's house who had a little portable Sega at the time, and remember seeing that there was none other than Sonic the Hedgehog on there, the lovable little blue hedgehog. <laughs> and yes, it is very much such a another cult classic that it has been so cool to get to see them revamp it, remake the game after so many years. And that's what it is that they keep making this game over and over is because it is such a fan favorite. It's it's so much fun. And there are so many Sonic games that have come after it too that I, I've had so much fun with. There was Sonic Adventure Battle 2. There was uh, Sonic Generations, which was just an absolute joy to play through from beginning to end. It was a wonderful exploration through Sonic through its all of its generations. Just an absolutely fantastic game. But, oh my goodness. Sonic Even the- two movies that have came out now. And they were both so good and that's honestly like so impressive considering it's a video game movie a lot of times those do not turn out well right (laughs) and it both of them are so good i'm i'm incredibly hyped for the third one i will not spoil anything for anybody but if you're a sonic fan and you've seen it you know what i'm talking about and (laughs) oh i none of us can wait i'm so i'm so stoked But, and that's uh, that's what's just so special about this game in particular because it's such a simple concept, if that makes sense, where literally you're going around as a go super fast. fast hedgehog. Yeah, going fast, collecting as many rings as you can in the process. And they, this game has just evolved over time to make it what it is today. And the music is so much fun, and especially in, in the earlier games, I have so much so much nostalgia for the songs mm-hmm. that were in Sonic the Hedgehog 2 uh, just fun music for a video game and the characters are just so cute and adorable and weird and goofy and and that's probably one of my favorite things about it is it's just like a weird goofy game Sonic the Hedgehog's design in general is just a hedgehog with noodle limbs mm-hmm. <laughs> and and then Eggman is basically egg with noodle limbs and it's just fun character designs and fun characters in general and just again the weirdness of it all and I I absolutely adore Sonic the Hedgehog it's just a blast to and almost a fever dream to to speed through (laughs) great that was a great thing to mention (laughs) (laughs) speed on through well getting into what my last choice of games which i was torn honestly i'm still torn but i'm just going for it none other than the um we have just been picking so many great games but this one too (laughs) has such a great following including the two of us is none other than 
Animal Crossing. Oh, yes. I love this game so much. I would have I would have put this game on my list had I not put Stardew Valley on my list. I actually refused to put Animal Crossing on there because I was like, it's too like they're too similar. Uh, and but yes, Animal Crossing. I had to add it. I honestly did. I know that exactly as you're saying, yes, this game with Stardew Valley is very much the same, but it's worth adding because of how many hours I have put into this game on the Switch, how many hours you have put into this game on the Switch, and let alone how many times you have revamped your island where it's never enough, Rachel. It's never enough. <laughs> actually, this is the only game on e either of our lists that I actually can give you a full number for how many hours I have put into this game. And when I tell you I'm a little bit ashamed of this number... <laughs> Uh, There's, there shouldn't be any shame with this number just because you honestly have been such a hardcore player but that is what you that has put you in some of the top percentage of players I would say where it's funny you've helped me out so many times where oh I'm, I'm late on my my payments with Tom and you just <laughs> said okay here you go here's a million bells as if it's no big deal <laughs> Yeah, uh, I, I'm kind of a, a sugar mama on the game. I, I spent a lot of time because I've had this game since its release. I was literally waiting for it to come out. And if, if we all remember when this came out, at, literally right at the be like beginning of COVID. So yeah. peak pandemic times. And yep. I literally had a, had a case at, at work where somebody got covid and so we shut down our store for two weeks and i just had nothing to do but to play animal crossing and i ended up on five different facebook groups where you had to actually get vetted to be in them yeah. where we were we were all running events for our islands where we'd have people show up and like do raffles and stuff like that i was going to people's islands looking for the best prices for turnips i was the turnip tarantula hunting oh man the turnip market is legit where it's exactly as you're saying at the height of the pandemic so many people were playing animal crossing people even today are still playing animal crossing i still play it i know you still play it but the sad thing about it is it's not such a craze as it was early on when it first came out because as you're saying, yeah, I remember how hard it was to get into so many different groups on Facebook or within on Discord and now it's calmed down where such as there's one group in particular that I'm thinking of on Facebook that is the, the turnip stock exchange market where you can post what your turnips cost for the week or for the day. And with that, there was so many people posting every hour, every so many minutes, and now nobody's it's posting calmed, anything. It, it, yeah, it's calmed way down. Uh, but it used to be so insane, and I was, I literally had so many friends on my friend, to this day, on my friend list that are just from that time where I don't think we play games together anymore, but we played a lot of Animal Crossing together for a while. And okay, are you ready for, for the number? And before I tell you this number, do know that the other two games I listed on here do, I, I know for a fact, have more hours on them than Animal Crossing. And this is a shameful number. 
Yeah, because I actually, the last time I got on, I checked your number and it was something, the last time I checked it, I believe it you were at four something hours. 400 and something hours? Yeah. Do you want to know what it's at now? It's more than that now? Oh, yeah. No, you're at a thousand hours, aren't you? Yeah, I hit 1,235 hours on Animal Crossing. And and what's crazy is if I went into this friend list of mine and like went to like specifically like the friends that I know are I were I was playing with yeah there's another person who's on my friends list who has nearly three thousand hours right now on Animal. What are Crossing. my hours? Your hours? Let's see. Uh, I'm probably two something close to. You three. have you have um it says you only have 165 hours. Oh, okay. You've actually been very good, Nikki, unlike the rest <laughs> of us who have thousand plus hours on this game. And yeah, so I really like this game. I have redone my island a few times. And by redone, I mean, I have moved all of the stores and the houses to the beaches and have completely moved every tree, flower, m- got rid of all the water, all the all the cliff sides, completely flattened the island and built it up from the ground. I've done this to my personal island multiple times. I've done this for my husband on his island. He wanted a Power Ranger island and I made Angel Grove on his island for him. I, I made sure to include all the things. There's a few different parks. There's a, a library area, the little, the little dojo and and i think it was like a a frozen yogurt bar or something Mm. that that yeah so i put all the things in there for him and it's a super power ranger uh island now and i've done this so many times and i can't get enough of this game oh my greatest achievement in the whole game i have every villager who's lived on my island so far i have their picture and I'm trying to work towards getting every single villager's picture in the game. You'll be up to 10,000 hours. <laughs> it's a good one. All of these are good ones. And just some honorable mentions wrapping this episode up, going down the list of just what's coming to the forefront of my own head right now. Any of the Super Mario games, hands down, yes. amazing. Kirby, there's been a couple of great Kirby games. Kirby Superstar has been really great. Uh, What else is there? I don't care what anybody says that I miss playing this game so much. Destiny. I miss playing Destiny. That one fell off for me, but I totally understand. That was a fun one for a while. A lot Uh, of the Lego games are amazing. Oh, the Lego games are great. I absolutely love the Lego games. And... There's so many games that we could mention that we completely forgot about or Pokemon or Snap. Oh, Pokemon. All the Pokemon games. I love Pokemon. I can't get enough of Pokemon. I'm excited for the new one coming out. I'm so excited. But those are just a couple of honorable mentions that come to the forefront. And this has been a fun episode just to kind of talk about something other than movie and TV reviews and not even a bonus episode at that. And if you like video game content and like Mario content, I'm currently doing a lot of Mario fan uh, content on my TikTok right now. (laughs) Shameless plug. (laughs) No shame. No shame. It's just the game, dear. (sighs) But 
wrapping up and closing this episode it is with a bittersweet announcement that we are going to be taking a hiatus we have only four episodes left of season three bum, bum, bum. <laughs> and we figured we wanted to take a hiatus so we can just refresh ourselves for the next couple weeks and then we're gonna come back in october for a whole new spooky we're, com fun we're coming season. back for spooky season my favorite time of the year yes, yes. and we will be having a favorite guest that has been joining us every single season it's kind of a staple of ours now we're gonna have clay back he's coming back for an episode but that'll be after things are, are less scary we promise yeah. <laughs> <laughs> stay tuned for that crossover episode as we like to do every single time and until then everybody we are on a break just for a little bit for the rest of september but we will come back for those spooky episodes coming the second week of October. So stay tuned. Hang tight. We'll be back before you know it, everyone. Don't worry. <laughs> but until the next time of the spooky Ooh. season, we'll check y'all later. Bye. <laughs> If you like two girls one review go subscribe where <laughs> wherever it is that you listen to your podcast we're gonna keep that <laughs>